Welcome to Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. This is episode 16. We are recording here on Saturday. What What's today's date? Uh, today's, uh, let's see here. It's, it's one day. Hold on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a day. It's a day. It's, it's, a, day. A, it's a day there. <laughs> the 5th. We are on March 5th. It is March 5th on Saturday. Of course, you will be hearing this on Tuesday. Yes. Uh, but if you are a supporter on Patreon, you will be hearing this on Monday. By the way, support yeah. us on Patreon if you want to <laughs> hear content a lot sooner. Heido, how you doing, man? Doing good. Uh, just lots going on. Uh, very busy day today for some reason. It and has been had a to, crazy day. We yes. had to fit this all in today. Uh, but it's been good. Lots of things going on in my personal life, of course, and also in things that are happening, like with my job. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been it's been pretty good so far. Tell us, you? tell us, you've you've received an announcement today, man. No, I I don't want to go into me because th- this is a special <laughs> day for you. Honestly, no, he's not proposing again. <laughs> um, tell it, tell us, man. You made a, a great achievement today. Yeah. So today in uh, martial arts, it was cool. Uh, they gave me the uh martial arts of the year award so i got inducted into the uh martial arts federation that was pretty cool yeah man congratulations you said you were surprised by this you didn't know it was gonna happen yeah it was a surprise i don't know that's awesome man by the way in the studio we've got our main man lonnie lopez over there the caramello the caramello do you want to you want to say hi to the fans (laughs) you can't step in front of the camera it's okay oh i'm sure they heard that uh Yes, he's a fan. He is a fan. Yes, um, yes. Thanks. Love the, show. Love the show. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> what, what about you? I heard. I heard something happened to you this morning. What? Oh, I have had. Okay. <laughs> we have fans now. We have. So. We have. We have one fan standing outside. <laughs> especially after last week's episode. Uh, next, next week. We'll get into that. <laughs> next week's episode will be with a live audience. With the no, live audience. <laughs> UCBP was recorded in front of a live audience, <laughs> live studio. We are in a studio, though. Yeah, we are. We are. Okay. Um, but yes, so I've had a terrific day. Why is that? Can you sense the sarcasm in my voice? I highly sense it. Okay. Okay. Because you got uh, senses are uh, tingling. It's uh, tingling uh, very much. Okay. Get reformed healthcare. Yes. For your sarcasm. Yep. We're not promoting Obamacare or anything like that. They don't pay us that much. <laughs> they don't pay us or at, us, all. at all. Actually. <laughs> Uh, so I've had the greatest day today. So yesterday I got home pretty late, drove home, you know, after church service. I uh, took a couple of people home and I said, all right, time to get home. It was very late. So there's no parking. OK, so I look for the whatever I can find. And it was by a meter. All right. Now, as long as I moved it by 8 a.m., I wouldn't get a ticket, so I put the alarm on my, on my, uh, my phone. Decided to sleep right. in the car, okay? Because I needed to make sure right. I woke up. So I wake up at six a.m. and I'm like, I still got two hours. Go back to sleep. I didn't put an alarm for six a.m. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah, like I, you set an alarm and then it's, and you wake yeah. up before, right? Like, but not even like five minutes, not even You're ten right. minutes, like two hours. And so then I go back to sleep. I wake up without an alarm. And you know that of panic, course. you know that panic you get like you wake up without an alarm and you're like crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the first thing I see when I open my eyes? A big fat ticket. Oof. I got a ticket this morning. Okay? And it gets even better when I look at it, when I ha- you know finish having my meltdown. Yeah. Uh I look at it. This is the best part. 
you know, at the description of the ticket, parked there without a, you know, when it was meter hours. No operator in the car, though. <laughs> no operator. I wasn't in the car, apparently. 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 <laughs> there it is. There it goes. Ding. <laughs> Two things. Yeah. Hold on. Something's about... Uh, Ivan, do you see us there? Is it red? It's red? On the... Perfect. Okay. All right. Great. We got our cameraman, Lopez, over there. Yeah. He's um, awesome. He's, he's just doing everything today. So, yeah. So, no operator in the car. So, the jerk... Who gave me the ticket because he's a jerk. Right, right. right? So, wait, wait, so he saw you in the car. He ha- how could you he not? You, you got to like, scan my, my, my registration. In order- how do you not see a body in the car? I'm not the slimmest guy. Yeah. So how do you not see me? I wasn't he, covered this in... Is, this is the reenactment. If you're watching on video, uh, and if you're hearing on audio, watch it on video uh, every Friday. Come <laughs> every <back>. Friday. <laughs> subscribe to us on YouTube. So uh, he's... Looking at you, so he's like, "Huh, just hoping I don't wake up." I'm assuming, right, right. Just hoping that you don't wake yeah, up. Because and when he's writing down, no one was in the vehicle. He was literally looking at you, like, <laughs> like, yep, making sure you can't fight this one. <laughs> yeah, and then stamp right on, right the under my windshield wipers. That's like, funny. Like, like, usually they tuck it in. You can't really see right, it. Right, right. Yeah. But this was like really, it was just flapping in the wind. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> yeah. Like tapping on my window. Like, right, right, right. You right. know what I mean? And so I'm like, I stay in the car for a little bit, just looking for any meter made. Oh, yeah, of course. To be like, are you officer X and Y? Right? Yeah. yeah. No one showed up. Of course, no one would show up. They, because why would they? Why would they? And then I go back home, right? And then my one of my roommates is like, "Oh, you should fight it." What am I gonna say? It's his word against mine. How can I prove I was in the vehicle? Yeah. But to the next portion, because the day gets even better. Right. Of course. So uh, a couple of episodes ago, you you guys remember I mentioned I work for a, a company called Postmates, which is a courier job. I just got a bike for it, which is great. Thanks. Uh, to my buddy Chris, who lent it to me. Love that, brother. Um, and so I'm riding off because there's no trains passing at the station where I was, so I had to ride to another station. Um, so as I'm riding the bike, uh, I hop onto a sidewalk. Uh, it was a pretty hard hit. And as I'm riding along, I, I feel like it's bumpy. Like on the sidewalk, I feel like I'm, I'm bumping. It's like, what happened? The tire popped. Wow. So I got a ticket, which is $45, which I have to pay. Yeah. Uh, And then my tire pops, which I have to now walk back home. And there goes that job for a while until I can replace the broken tire uh, or rather the tube from the tire. Right. And that's, that's just how the day's going so far. Um, and then we had to get this together and well, but this is the only joy we right, actually right. have. Yeah. Well, we, later on would be, uh, Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz tonight. Yeah. Yeah. UFC 196. Which, which you're, which you're going to, I know I have, I have an event to go to. I have a church event that I'm, I'm eagerly waiting to go to, which I'm late for. So, <laughs> which I'm currently late for, <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently late. So if any listeners from my um, church, I love you guys very much, okay. <laughs> but I'm here right now. But, uh, but that's about my that's that's enough about my day. We need to we need to address something. Yeah. It's not the easiest thing for us to address. Um 
last week's episode. Quite a doozy. Very, very interesting episode. Quite a doozy, wouldn't you say, Heidel? Yes. Uh, we had our good friend, good, good friend, who we love very much, Mel. We had him on the show. Um, and he said a lot of things. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> we 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 have the 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 track. The, we have the track. The the, the uh, every time you know to applause the booze and stuff. So I'm yeah. hitting it right now. Uh, See, I'm hitting it again. Yeah. <laughs> it, you're hit. It's it's sounding, and then you're hitting it. Yeah, there's some type of malfunction. Yeah, okay. <laughs> malfunction like last week's episode. <laughs> Kyle! Uh, anyway, um, we want to say this right off the bat. Um, bringing, we want to become more personal with you guys, the fans, and so we wanted you guys to meet the people we're around. And uh, Mel is someone we've known for many years and love uh, being around. We still hang out today. You know, um, we want to apologize for any misconceptions that may have been perceived from that episode. Um, we do not share his sentiments in, in, the, in his regard. And we really just wanted to bring much more color to the show. Uh, we are still a Metal Gear fan base and we will continue to be that as long as we can. Um, so we read over the comments and we saw, we saw pros and we saw cons and we don't want you guys to think that that is how we mainly operate. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we saw a lot of stuff that the, the, in the comment section where fans, the weight of it on the pros and cons was more on the, on the con side. Uh, we had certain fans that weren't fans of the episode, you know, saying that, uh, why did we bring him and stuff? Look, he's our friend. He's uh he's been our friend for a long time, and we enjoy Metal Gear together with him. He is very eccentric. He has a lot of emotions. Milky is the type of guy to go in, and <laughs> Mel is the type of guy to go in and just state his opinion. I think he got carried away with what he was saying last week. Uh, I think he finally found his opportunity to speak his mind. And looks like his mind had a lot of negative things to say about Metal Gear. So that's why I just, I was trying to bring him back. As you can see in the episode, I was trying to bring him back. Like, I hear a lot of negatives, but, uh, you know, come back into why do you love Metal Gear and stuff. Just so that I can bring it back to our Metal Gear Solid podcast. Uh, so that's all I wanted to say with that. But he, he's still obviously a cool friend of ours and stuff. You know, we do apologize if, apologize if any fan... Uh, that that listened to us thought that we were bashing Metal Gear in any way or we brought him in. So yeah, bash Metal Gear and stuff because no, obviously we do this <clears throat> because of Metal Gear. You know, we love Metal Gear. So just, you know, just to clarify that. And like he said a lot of times, he repeated himself saying, you know, I'm not the biggest fan. Uh, JJ and Ronaldo, they're this and this and stuff. So we're we're obviously the bigger fans and he's just a casual gamer. We're, we're the more hardcore gamer when it comes to Metal Gear. Yeah. And I guess it can just show that even with diverse thinking, like just different thought processes, thought process is, I, I, am I saying that correctly? I have no idea. Okay. Even though we go through different thought processes, <laughs> we can all be together in our love for games. Uh, we can have debates. 
even if uh, we don't agree and things like that. But you guys yeah. came here to hear about Metal Gear. So I guess what we're saying, UCBP, is that it, this one is on us. We take full responsibility and we will be much more careful in the future. Yeah. And I guess with that being said, I guess we can go right into the news. We have a couple of things to talk about. Yeah. Uh, new DLCs, which will be part of the Codec conversation. So stay tuned. The CB News. All right. So this is our new segment of our Metal Gear podcast. So there wasn't much going on in the Kojima side of things, but he did release his uh, company's like a, I guess like a gift bag or whatever stuff. It had like a bunch of stuff inside. So I'm going to bring it up here. If you go to Metal Gear Informer, which is where we get all our Metal Gear news from, you can see a close-up look at the Kojima Productions official goods set. Shortly after Hideo Kojima left Konami last year, he announced his new independent company, Kojima Productions, which you guys already know. It started the December 21st of last year. Fans were able to pre-order a special Kojima Productions official goods set, a bundle containing merchandise bearing the company's brand uh, and as well as things like the logo, stickers, etc. The sets were shipped on February 26, 2016. The goods sets, uh, the minimalistic approach for the it's for its design the paper box itself is all white with the shiny new company logo on top on the sides are the phrases from sapiens to ludens and kojima productions uh you could see it on the side here it looks kind of like the you ever seen how the iphone comes in that white box kind of thing yeah kind of all professional right right so it comes like that it's like this small box with the logo stamped right in the in the front it has a note in the back. It says below it's the first uh, compartment holding a tum- tumbler, a 14 centimeter tall metallic beverage container with the Kojima Productions logo printed on its side. Um, so the first thing you'll see when lifting the lid is a sheet of paper with a few paragraphs and text on it. A statement that gives us an idea of the new studio's creative vision. It's the same exact text that can be found on the official Kojima Productions website, with the only difference being a reproduction of Kojima's signature on the bottom. So uh, it has like the, the logo on the bottom and stuff. So this is a cool kind of like if you're a Kojima fan. This is kind of cool, you know, to have, even if you're not really into his new things and you're just strictly like Metal Gear. I don't care if Kojima made it, which is rare, but uh, this is kind of a cool collector's edition for your collection. I mean, I feel like it's it's a big investment because honestly, he hasn't come out with anything at all. And, but, he's, and, just, and he's still and he's, and making he's money. like <laughs> selling merchandise. Yeah. So we're really what we're doing is we're supporting a person and not just his work. Yeah. But yeah, it, it doesn't go without you know, evidence because we have seen evidence of his work. So I guess a lot of people believe in Kojima. And so he's like, he's capitalizing on it. And so he's using it to sell his brand that way. For sure. He has so many good ideas and this trip that he went on, he went on so many different trips and Mm -hmm. with uh, Mark Cerny. And just to see that a lot of people I saw on Twitter, a lot of people were tweeting at him like, hey, I just got my production set. I just this just came in the mail. I'm so happy. Greg Miller uh, tweeted at him and he retweeted back. Uh, He was retweeting like most of it. That's why I was seeing it. He was like retweeting all of it and stuff. Maybe we should (laughs) get one and retweet it at him. (laughs) Definitely. So he 
it seems like a lot of fans are excited about what he's doing next, but also they're Hirokojima fans, yeah. uh, which is cool to see that you're you're actually supporting the creator of what's going on and his small team, like he said before. Uh, the next piece of news, which comes right after this one, is his HideoTube. It actually reached 100,000 subscribers uh, last week. So earlier today, some pictures were shared by members of the Kojima production staff that show Kojima and Kenji Yano shooting episode two of HideoTube. Last month, the first episode in this new web series appeared on YouTube, in which Kojima and Yano talked about their favorite movies of 2015. Kojima made clear that the number of subscribers on the Kojima Productions channel and the success of the first episode would determine the future of the series. It looked like 100 plus subscribers, like I mentioned before, and almost 400,000 views for the first episode were sufficient for it to continue. The second episode was once again recorded at the YouTube space Tokyo. So here you see a few pictures. If you check it out on Metal Gear Informer, you could see like the makeup room. <laughs> I guess they have a, their own makeup room. Uh, it says YouTube Space Tokyo uh, meeting. You can see Yano-san and Kojima-san sitting next to each other uh, talking about what are their favorite movies and stuff. And then they continue with their second episode here. Uh, at the wall, here they have a picture of, <laughs> it looks like they caught him off guard here. But uh, you see Yano-san was like half of his eyes closed. Uh, he was taking a picture smiling and stuff. And then they're shooting uh, the second episode here. So, uh, number two, outstanding movies will be introduced for the next Hideo Tube. Stay tuned. Ayako tweeted out. So, tune in. Hmm. It seems like it's picking up a lot of uh, traction. Yeah. People are actually tuning in to hear. I guess it's because it's, it's getting into the personal life of Kojima. A little bit, which, yeah. Which yeah. it hasn't before. He, he only did that through his games right. and his dreams. So, so I guess Hideo Tube is a way to do it. He has a lot of influences from movies. I would think, I would suspect that he would probably continue with that, like creativeness and stuff. Like maybe next would be like directors or favorite directors or whatever and stuff. But maybe he'll actually direct a movie. Uh, you imagine maybe a Metal Gear Solid movie, which he can't do. Yeah, he can't. <laughs> yeah. Wishful thinking. Yeah, which there is uh, something that just got canceled that you, I know you'll talk uh, about. Of course, of course. Yeah. I guess we should rip the Band-Aid right off since you started it there. I, do. I wanted to start with the good news and with the bad, but I guess bad news Let's first. start with the bad. Let's yeah. start with the bad. So, do you remember the company that was, or rather the organization, that was trying to do a remake of Metal Gear Solid 1 with the Unreal Engine? Yeah. Unfortunately, they have canceled. They said that they had to cancel because of something beyond their control. They weren't specifying what it was. Yeah, they posted Konami. it on their Facebook page. Uh, they weren't specifying what it was, but we can only speculate. Right. Um, I think we, we probably could make the right assumption on this probably, one. Probably, probably. Will we? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Konami can that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was actually going to tell you. What was it that you told me when we were coming over here? Uh, yeah, we, we believe maybe they gave him a, a cease and assist. Yeah, probably. Uh, for the project, and I commented and I said, it's probably, now don't don't hold this to me, Konami, mm. if you're listening, maybe take this idea. It's probably that Konami wanted to do this project themselves with the Fox engine. Yeah, that is a great speculation. If they do, um, the best thing to do would be maybe to announce that sometime in the future. 
and say, hey, guys, like the reason why we are we can that. Be- I mean, well, they have that's not officially said, but maybe they can say it and reiterate it is because look, if they we're making canned it. Yeah, right. We can, we're making our our own right. stuff. It sucks because, you know, these guys were probably really excited about it. Uh, yeah, that trailer was I amazing. Mean, yeah, that trailer, that trailer was, was really good. very filled with detail and they were going to release it for free. I think you told me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So if if they didn't want anything from it. You know, they just, I, I'm pretty sure they kickstarted and all that and stuff just yeah, to get it up and running. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're just lovers of the game. They right. They just wanted you know, resources. But they they knew, like they said in their Facebook page, like, we know we have to obviously cross that line when we're going to make this game. Yeah. Because it's been done before. Before, they were going to, uh, so this fan asked Kojima if he could remake Metal Gear 1. Uh, I don't know if you heard this, but he asked him, this was, uh, I think, like two years ago and stuff, and he gave him the okay. Uh few years down the line, Candid. Uh, obviously, it wasn't Kojima, but um, it, was, it was the Or was project. it? <laughs> Maybe he said okay there and then changed his mind. Well, we don't Who knows? know. We don't, we we don't, don't know. know. We but don't know uh, it, was, uh, it was yeah. canceled. It was canceled. Yeah. So don't look forward to it anytime soon if it's going to be done on the Unreal Engine. But hopefully we can look forward to it on the Fox Engine. Yeah. Uh, not just Metal Gear Solid 1 but rather all the other games i'm pretty sure yeah i'm pretty sure i will buy it and i'm pretty sure that you would too yeah because we we really want to enjoy it that way even though we've played twin snakes and twin snakes was a remake of part one right um but we look forward to the fox engine uh in other new and other news um so the DLC, Cloaked in Silence, is coming out on March 15th. We finally got a date. Yes, we finally have a date. Just a side note, we will be twitching that day um, to give you our first impressions. If you're not following us on Twitch, go right ahead. Under the Cardboard Box podcast, all one word. Look us up, follow us, and be notified when we're on. Uh, we definitely want to be the first ones to play either, uh, you know, even though Konami already <laughs> showcased some gameplay. Yeah. But uh, we'll talk about that. We, later. we want to show you guys how we feel about it. We've seen obviously our first impressions already with uh video, but we want to show you guys our first impressions with playing it. It's totally different when you're watching it and playing it. And we want to show you how we feel about it and how the maps work out, how quiet works and the different weapons that they're going to use, uh, the different maps. Uh, I'm so excited about Cork, um, Coral Complex, which is the mother base re, uh, remakes of, um, of that map. You know, now we can go on and like it's a multiplayer map. So I'm super excited about it. Check us out. Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash under the cardboard box. So we don't know what time it comes out. So we will be announcing it like, you know, that's kind of like to be announced and stuff. Yeah. But I know we'll be on early in the morning. We'll, we'll give updates as they come. Yeah. Uh, Check us be out. In, yeah. Be in touch with our Twitter. Uh, UCB podcast. Follow us there for the latest news on not just UCBP, but on Metal Gear uh, News and Kojima News. Uh, log in. Follow us. We would love for you to become part of our mother base. But yeah. back to uh, the DLC Cloaked in Silence. Again, as I said, it's coming out on March 15th. And now this information focuses mainly on the appeal actions. So. We've read that you'll be able to not only purchase uh, the uh, the DLC, but of course, 
uh, appeal actions separately. We know that the DLC is going to cost $3.99 American dollars, but each appeal pack will be $1.99 American dollars. Uh, you've got different ones, the hero pack, the villain pack. Now, to activate these, you just simply have to um, hold down the right stick uh, and the first and the first motion will be your default. Of course, you can customize this in the settings. And now, depending on the direction you point in, he'll do the, the your character or avatar will do a different action for it. So basically, have fun with that if that's really what you want to do. Um, I'm okay with just a salute, but we will be previewing this during our Twitch stream. Yeah. Um, also. Donna Burke uh, talks about working with Hideo Kojima or, um, on MGS5. Fun fact before we get into that, she is actually the voice of the iDroid. She is. I didn't told, know that. Yeah, you told me that. I didn't know that. Yeah. We've got to contact Donna Burke because I want some, you know, uh, yes. I want a customized iDroid message from her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Um, but but yeah, man, she talks. She she. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video that we had posted up about her singing "Sins of the Father." She did a very good job. Uh, she seems she seems like she's up and coming. I haven't really heard of any other, you know, anything else she's done, any other work she's done. But by the way she speaks, she wasn't really that famous to begin with. Yeah. Um, and I quote: She says, "I'll never forget when Konam- when Kojima." San showed me the Red Band trailer. OMG, I was completely blown away. And to see my name up on the credits, what a thrill. End quote. Uh, what a thrill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was uh, like, a, like a subtle hint towards it. I doubt it. But that's good. That was good. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Um, and also, she says that initially she didn't quite realize how big a deal Kojima was in the game industry. Uh, and I'm quoting her again. Looking back, I think I was always pretty relaxed when dealing with Kojima-san, as I was completely ignorant of the worldwide fame. Only now do I think blank. Kojima-san, but when I was recording for Peace Walker, again, she also did the, you know, the theme for Peace Walker. Yeah. Um, Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain, I was I was I I was still pretty dumb about how much of a big deal Metal Gear Solid really was. My ignorance meant my ignorance meant I was completely relaxed. I think that's good. Um she also spoke about other events she's been to. Um she got to sing Snake Eater. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't know that either. Was she, was no, she the one who's... No, no. Cynthia Harrow. Yeah, because I'm like, I had a brain fart for a second there. I was just like, wait. Yeah, Cynthia Harrow's yeah, a yeah, beast. C- Cynthia Harrow's a beast. So she got to sing Snake Eater, um, Sins of the Father, and Heaven's Divide. And then she spoke about how uh, Stephanie Jostein performed Quiet's theme. Um, you can read much more about it on Metal Gear Informer. Yeah. Uh, she talks about her entire experience. It must have been a thrilling one. And she did a really good job in Sins of the Father, I, I think. It was good. I enjoyed listening to it. Um, but talking about music, here we go to... Uh, this is the cover art for Metal Gear Solid Five: The Lost Tapes. Um, which I'm sure we're going to be displaying it for you right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, 
At the end of the month, a new soundtrack CD for Metal Gear Solid 5 will be released, called Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain The Lost Tapes. It will contain the tracks that weren't featured in the previous release official soundtrack CD for the game. The cover will feature the blood-covered snake and quiet with a yellow V overlaid on top. This cover is looking pretty beast. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to this. I would actually get this. Um, I don't see a price anywhere. I know we said it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, there's going to be two additions to this. There's going to be a regular one and a limited one. The limited edition is actually going to have, I believe, 12 extra tracks. Um, see more information on that, again, on Metal Gear Informer, uh, where you can get all your Metal Gear tapes. Well, And it'll actually give you the uh, track list where it's revealed. Um, I think that's about it for uh, Metal Gear News. You remember, you can catch this every week on Tuesday. If you want to read ahead, head over to Metal Gear Informer and they'll be glad to show it to you. Yeah, and like we've been doing before, I don't know if you guys noticed, but every Wednesday we come out with our news segment on YouTube. So if you just want to catch the news, you know, something real quick that you guys can hear, like, oh, well, uh, I want to I want to see what's going on and stuff with Metal Gear Solid and Hideo Kojima. We come out every Wednesday, uh, just a news segment. So check us out there as well. Yeah, I remember that you I have to mention this because you said this. Um, we now ha- we now bring you content every day of the week. Yeah, um, we have our news. Seg- yeah. We have for the for our Patreon listeners, we have our uh full podcast yep early release for on the Monday. Gen- yeah for the general public we have our podcast 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 um wednesdays we have the cb news yep. on video on youtube go comment subscribe and like uh, <laughs> thursday the coded conversation yep f- and also the early release of for our patreon users full video for the full video and on friday the full video actually comes out yep so guys every day a week we're we're doing something and we want to bring more content um, this is only this is only because of the supporters we've been getting, especially our Patreon supporters. Yes, and sorry to cut you off. Another thing is on Thursdays we have our t- our Twitch yeah stream yeah thanks good catch man yeah um so much content we have coming out we forget when we have we actually have to set our phones yeah to remind us when was it this week that it was like Thursday and I was working yeah. <laughs> And I, I'm speaking to you, and I'm literally going home, and I'm like, yeah, so, hey, man, so what time do you think you're going to get here? And you're like, for what? And I'm like, for the Twitch stream, you know, and stuff. And you're like, today's Thursday? I thought it was Wednesday. And I'm like, <laughs> and mind you, it's like 6.30 p.m. Right, right. So, it's almost 7. And you were working, and you were just like, how have I been living this whole day? That's what you said, though. Yeah, and I'm saying, like, it's in my yeah, head. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. like... How how did you live that whole day thinking it was Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we will. We're, we're trying to bring it to you to the best of our abilities. So join us there so that you can be uh, first in line to actually yep. uh, catch up. That's uh, patreon.com slash UCB podcast. So no tips today. i am fresh out (laughs) i just just, well well, now that the new dlc and all that stuff i'm pretty sure you're gonna have a plethora of tips i'll come up i'll see what how i can play with quiet or something like that 
And uh, if you've got any tips, you can email us at under the cardboard box at gmail.com. That's right. We'll gladly take it. We'll gladly say it here. Ivan is just trying not to laugh over there. <laughs> You're right over there, man. You <laughs> <He's> <laughs> he like, just gave, he us gave us the, the thumb, thumbs up. The he thumbs up. Like, <laughs> so what we're going to be doing in this segment is going over the weekly poll. I know we we talked about doing that every week. <laughs> and uh, so here it is. So we asked you guys, are you excited about the new game mode sabotage coming to MGO? And the results are in. They're in. They're in. We do this every week, guys. Uh, 837 of you guys voted. Thank you very much. That's uh, considerably a lot of numbers. That's a lot of numbers. Considering we don't have that many followers. Yeah. Please feel free to follow us on Twitter. At UCB Podcast. At UCB Podcast. He said it. <laughs> um, so here we go. Hope you're listening, Konami. 33% said yes. 22% said, I guess. And 45% said, no, not really. Ouch. Mm. So I was reading over some of the conversations that you were having with the people on Twitter. I was reading over and not that many people are excited about this. Not many people are fans of Konami right now. Yeah. Um. We understand why. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but we also want to say this. They are trying, I think. I, I know for a fact they are trying. They're trying to, they're trying to get back the fans. Yes, yeah, they're trying to get them back. They, they are. Look at, look at the pricing of the DLC, first of all. Which we called. Yeah, we did call that one. So we were right. You yes. see, we have to make a shirt now. Because uh, on, we right. <laughs> on Kind of Funny, they have this thing where Colin, one of the guys there, he's that Colin was right. He has a shirt because he's always right about everything or whatever. So now we were right about this. We, we, we get one. Get one. one. We get one. <laughs> but uh, they're not fans of them, but I know for sure they're trying. You could tell. Look at the DLC, man. Like, they, that is expected to be 10 to $15. Four maps, a character, they, they and all that. They could have. They definitely could have, you know? The whole package is like, I think like $9.99, $10.99 or something for like the hero packs and all that. But the DLC, the stuff that like actually matters. The stuff, stuff that the majority of you guys will probably be right. getting. You know, look is how much. at a fair price. Yes. Um, so, I mean, we can't ever replace Kojima. Is there hope for Konami? What do you think? I don't know. It'll, it'll take a lot. It'll take a lot. Most of their comment sections, anytime they post anything at all, like Konami itself, it's like a bunch of backlash. Like, you guys are this. I hate you guys. Uh, obviously, a, a bunch of obscenaries, but it's, it's just been mostly negative. Mostly negative. Yeah. Well, you know, th this, is, this is why I want to I bridge that gap. We, yeah. we want to bridge that gap for sure. As, I agree with you. As Metal Gear Solid fans... We kind of have no choice now but to get content from Konami. They're the ones yeah. making the games now. Yeah. Uh, we got to side with them in some things. Right. Exactly. We may not agree with the stuff that they do, with the stuff that they have done to Kojima. And we obviously don't know the full story on that. But we want to try to bridge that gap because like we said before, not everyone in Konami is bad. And we know that for a fact. Uh they they have been very friendly to us at least and also we we've we're all metal gear solid fans we may not agree with things like mel last week 
or we may not agree with things that come out now. But rest assured, we all love Metal Gear. And we have zero choice in this matter. We like, you know, that game just got canceled. We know that Konami is the one bringing us the next iterations of Metal Gear content or Metal Gear game. So as 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 a Metal Gear podcast, as right now the only Metal Gear Solid podcast, but we want to bridge that gap in going in and saying like, you know what, guys, let's start looking at the positives that are coming out, like this new DLC, which when people thought that DLC or like Metal Gear Solid Online was going to come out, anything, nobody in their right mind thought that they were going to support this game at all. Did you? No, I thought it was going to be short-lived. Yeah. So, look, there's Metal Gear content coming out, something that we did not expect, of course, but uh, it gives us more to do, more to follow, and something more to play that's in the Metal Gear universe. Uh, yeah, that's my rant on, on that. <laughs> <laughs> With that, our next poll uh, will consist of this question. What rank do you use on Metal Gear Online? Are you more of an infiltrator? Are you an enforcer or a scout? We're going to post it up on Tuesday since that's when the episode comes out and it'll go throughout the week. Place your vote. We want to hear from you um, because we are all UCBP. If you love Metal Gear, you have a home with us. The Codec Conversation. Some things to talk about today. We are holding back on our giveaway. Keep sending those emails, guys. You can still win a copy of Metal Gear Solid 5 for Steam PC, courtesy of Konami. They gave us the codes. We want to give them to you. Um, we are taking a recess for a while, uh, and yeah. we want to talk about something that's really relevant, which is Cloaked in Silence, the DLC. Yep. Crazy. As I was mentioning before, it's, it's awesome to see them coming out with content, of course. Uh, they just did a Twitch stream this uh, past Thursday, which uh, they were streaming Cloaked in Silence. They started off with Quiet. They started off with, we learned a lot of things about her. Yeah, on Coral Complex, yes. Yep. So she, uh, she was very overpowered, I felt. But You think she, so? Yeah, I think so. She was um, very limited, in my opinion. How come? Well, let's, let's go down the list. Let's be frank. All right? Okay. She can do no CQC. She, is un- she doesn't do any CQC. Right, yeah. No CQC. She does no CQC, and the only CQC, if I can use that, or combat she uses, is an animated drop kick. Well, not drop kick, or rather a high kick. Yeah. To the, like, to the neck. But that doesn't even knock you out. And then on top of that, she can't Fulton. Or she doesn't Fulton. Uh, whichever or. And so it's just like, what does she have then? Impeccable aim. Quick reflexes. Disappearing. Yeah, I, I think of the way I play. And I play very close. I like being up close and personal. CQC, everything. Uh, stealthy, of course. So... With her, it's like she can get from one place to the other <laughs> in like no time. Yeah. You know, slide in, go out, out of, in and out of cover. Going, yeah, going and cloaking while you're running. While you're you running. Can't which cloak is while you're running. Right, which is a huge plus, you know. 
especially if you're running that fast. Um, but I did enjoy the map for sure. The map seems very uh, asymmetric. So it has a lot of like ins and outs. It has a lot of ways to hide, which is great. Uh, you know, I love getting inside and, and just like uh, getting the upper hand on an enemy. So, you know, on the top base part, you can see the enemies from there. It could be a good sniper point. Uh, you're also, point you're you. also really, but you're also really vulnerable there. Up top, you're, of course, which they have to balance out with the asymmetric map. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's say you do get uh, absolute coverage up there, right? You get someone looking down, uh, making sure that no one gets up there or something. And then let's say if, um, you know, you're just taking out everyone from down there, you know, then you can move your spot. Uh, are you speaking as quiet or as just a No, no, as player? just a regular, yeah, player yeah. and stuff. Okay. Like, let's say we all rush into the top up there. Of course, they could grant you, they could throw grenades and stuff like yeah, that. It'll only you know? take one grenade. Yeah, just, just one, just one. But uh, I think it'll be a good sniper point, just like when they're coming from afar. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we saw the gameplay um, of, of him using um, quiet yeah. as, as he was sniping. He admitted that he wasn't the best sniper. Um, so that, that's that, but a little, a little about getting up to platforms Not you can just like jump up there. You don't climb ladders. You don't climb no. anything. You just do a hot, you just jump and you're, you're there. Um, so I mean, quiet seems to be a pretty, they had to limit her somehow. Uh, I would have given her a one hit, um, knockout. Only because if you played the game, you see how overpowered she is. Yeah. Like she took three men on it when it, when she was on the base. Uh, so, you know, that one kick isn't going to knock you out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but of course, they had to balance it somehow. They had to make sure that she was not uh, yeah, of a powerhouse. Course. It, it changes when you're online. Of course, you but know, she's things out. Yeah, she's surprisingly uh, vulnerable, though, when you shoot her. You kill her quick. Uh, one other move that I saw that she did that I enjoyed very much, she now, she slides. Yeah, she's sliding straight to home. She's, yeah, like, listen, the equivalent of her slide is sliding from home plate to home plate. <laughs> she goes around the bases. She goes around it the comes bases. right back. <laughs> Maybe another round too. <laughs> Goodness. But yeah, she'll knock you down with that. Yeah. Um and which her, can be used as like I'm just thinking about it now. You're yeah. sliding, knock him out, take out your gun and shoot. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's the only thing. And uh, uh, speaking of her gun, she has no sway whatsoever. Um Excellent. that I saw. Uh I saw when when he was no longer playing as quiet and someone else was he did get sniped by the other player who was playing as quiet often. Uh, and he had an enforcer and he would just get shot in the head. Yeah. Which was, and we'll get into sabotage mode in a second, but I guess we're just concentrating on quiet right now. Um, you can write into us at under the cardboard box at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of the video. Let us yeah. know your uh, future plans. Are you getting this DLC? Um, we want to know. Uh, but also now sabotage mode. Sabotage mode was a lot funner than I thought it was. Yeah, I wasn't so intrigued by it when I first heard of it. But when I did, when I saw the video, I was uh, I was interested in it. I'm not sure if I'm going to try it like it's going to be my go to kind of game, but I want to try it for sure. The, the aspects of adding another uh, game type into the game is is a good idea just to give more balance out. You know, there, there's only three right now. Uh, so a new mode is is perfect. Oh, no, but I, I, it's it's so fun. Yeah, it's so fun, especially in the three maps. 
um, Coral Complex, uh, Rusty Palace, and uh, Azure Mountain. They're great. It's I saw game. I, we saw gameplay in all three of them. And uh, what was your favorite map? My favorite map has to be Coral Complex. Coral Complex. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Rust Palace. Rust okay, Palace. Uh, these were all. It, it's funny. These were mainly areas where Quiet was a major part of Rust Palace. Yeah, you, you did tell me you noticed. Yeah, that. yeah. Rust Palace is the final mission with Quiet, where you're fighting all those tanks. That's essentially what Rust Palace is. So just imagine that yeah. entire area, and then the whole mansion and the and falling apart. They added ladders, things like that. Now, before we get into to more into the levels, I want I did want to talk about sabotage mode. Um, man, sabotage mode is really fun from the looks of it. Uh, you know, the electric magnetic field is up. You have to get to one of the terminals just to get it down. Um, in order to get it back up, the defending team has to go to the terminal and turn it back on. Yeah. Which both take a while. Now, once it's down, it's a free for all. Right. Yeah. It's just like, you can either, yeah, yeah, you can either shoot it down. I mean, not shoot it down, but you know, destroy it Mm -hmm. by any means necessary or fulton it or fulton right which we're now, gonna say yeah, yeah yeah we saw many attempts to fulton. fulton yeah but it's so slow it's, it's like so, oh my like goodness they, but they really give you a chance yeah, at least do, yeah but now the balloons you do have to shoot it in a certain order though mm-hmm. not by order i don't mean um like one two, one, two three, three four, four right but you've got to shoot the small balloon before you shoot, shoot the big balloon yeah uh but they are they which makes sense yeah they but they are well defended like they resist a lot of a lot I of could see a lot of uh, pro pro league players uh, going around like like kind of baiting them to get into to the Fulton uh-huh. uh, to Fulton the balloon and stuff and just baiting them into getting free kills right there. Yeah, you know, because everyone's going to be looking at that. I mean, everybody. everybody's trying to Fulton. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean, I noticed in the video where like when one person would Fulton, you just see all these bullets yeah, going to like everywhere. the balloons, and it just like fall. Yeah. And and getting it to one per, uh, to zero percent in terms of the uh, health, it takes so long. Right. You will like you will you could call an airstrike on that joint, and it'll be like ninety nine percent after it's done. <laughs> yeah, like so. At one point, he tried to uh, destroy the missile. Well, they all tried on his team mm-hmm. to destroy mm-hmm. the missile, and they were at one percent, and time ran out. That's rough. So Fultoning is your best bet. Yeah. Fultoning is your best bet. Um, you know, also what was showcased was the knife. Yeah. Finally got to see the knife. We finally got to see the knife. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, it's not. It's too- similar. Similar into how it was. But, yeah. you know, just in Metal Gear Solid 5 fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you don't have a health bar now. No. So, I mean, he showed a couple of like moves and stuff like that. You know, uh, the combo and then the stab. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, he, sho- he showcased it with Quiet, how it's good for, uh, with her. Like when you knock someone down with that high kick. Right there. You just get down and stab. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, chances are if they're like an enforcer or something, it won't instantly kill them. Yeah. Um, so you might just get shot up. But, I mean, the, ni- the knife is a good addition, especially if you run out of bullets. Yeah. Uh, when you're like, when you knock somebody down, you just, or just stab yeah. them right there and then it's it's the knife probably won't be for every player it'll be for those players who are very close uh they love close quarters action uh-huh. and it just gives them another incentive into getting closer to them uh before you just had 
pretty much your weapons and if you didn't have weapons or any bullets left you had your hands uh you know your your obviously your feet which pretty stuff. much meant you're done oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah in, exactly. in online especially because very rarely could you ever and then especially if someone's like uh can see you and they're you know you're shooting yeah, your yeah. teammate or something yeah. but uh, it gives you it gives you more reasons to go in and say, hey, I'm going to I'm going to try this out. You know, let's see if this works. Uh, it gives you more tools when you're close. Yeah, it gives you more. I mean, it only made sense. Yeah, yeah it should have been there in the beginning. But I guess I mean, maybe they. Uh, no, I, I'm not going to say that because it wasn't even in the game. They didn't they didn't allow you as snake to use it only when you were uh, interrogating or slitting their throats right yep. then and there. Do you think it should be part of the game as well? As the way it is in online? Uh, maybe. I mean, that's, I that's where the general idea would come yeah, from. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think Snake has so many tools already. I think um, it'll probably get uh, overseen. You know, it, it probably will be a very small It probably percentage. wouldn't be used that much. Yeah, it probably will get I, overseen. I mean, are you planning to use the knife online? Honestly, I'm going to try it out. Uh, I'm going to try everything, but I'm not... Back in Metal Gear Solid Three and in Four, I didn't, I didn't really use it as yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, neither did I. Yeah, um, you know, they they try to put that the, I, the stun knife in part yeah, four. Yeah, I remember that. It, I think it just leaves you a little bit too open. Mm, you know, maybe. in three and four, you know, you couldn't even move like at all. You know, like you just stay in one spot. You could just get well headshot. In, yeah, I mean, in four, in four, if you had a a specific perk, if I may dare say so, then yes, you can move while doing the whole. Oh really? I the, the combo. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You can. Maybe not the stab. The stab is all the like, stab. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But doing the combo, you could move. Mm -hmm. Because it's there's like a milli, like two millisecond of delay when you finish stabbing and you're putting it back. You can't move at that time. Right. And you go like this, and then then you can move. Kind I, of thing. They you know? did change that in five, though. Yeah, they, which is which is what I saw. So yeah. that's why I'm gonna try it out. You know, I tried out in three and four, and I was just like, why? I'm super open here. Because I remember instances where. City Under Siege, of course, best map mm -hmm. ever. Uh, <laughs> best, map, best map ever. <laughs> so I was, I was up in the roof. I was waiting for someone to uh, remember that ladder, where, the brick wall ladder. Yeah. So the one when, if you're, I think, blue team, and you start off uh, under, the, uh, you know, under the stairs, you come up, uh, and then the building's to your left. So, you know, there are staircases there, right? Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, a ladder. You go up, so I'm waiting for, I see the guy coming up. Right. I don't know if he sees me or not, but <laughs> I see him coming up. They, don't ju they just don't care. Yeah. So and I'm waiting and I go like this. I miss. Right. So I miss because he rolls and I get sniped from the other building because I couldn't move. So I was just like, I'm done with the knife. I'm not going to use it. I'm done <laughs> with the knife. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they definitely put a lot more flexibility with the knife from the show of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think. For sabotage mode, I'm gonna create a different class. Okay. I'm not. I'm mainly an infiltrator, and I stick to the Fulton punch anyway. Like if I'm gonna get up to yeah. you, it's to Fulton you. For those of you that have seen the Twitch streams uh, these past Thursdays, uh, that Fulton punch that Arnaldo does, it's uh, it should be like a <laughs> a thing. <laughs> Fultoning, Fultoning punch. <laughs> I don't know something. <laughs> Change the name. Yeah. Change the name. No, I mean it's worked out for me very, very well. So I mean yeah. I would I don't see myself using the knife. Although while playing sabotage mode, I might use the an enforcer. Yeah. Because it's just a bloody battle. Full tinning doesn't really I mean it gives you points, I guess, but mm -hmm. nothing like 
Sabotage mode is just a straight out war. Yeah, it's a bloodbath. It's like uh, either I'm going to be an enforcer or I'm going to be a scout if I want to be more. Um, right. Let let the other team get it and then you stay on the back. Well, not just for that. It's just a, a scout is more evenly uh, created. You yeah. Know, in terms of health and stamina, enforcers don't have that much stamina to run. For for me, I, if I would use a scout, I'll stay back. You know, that's a I'll, good idea. I'll, yeah. I'll I mean, back. everybody's going for the missile. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or if you're the attacking team, you know, you want to, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to you wanna be uh, as far away from the action, but sniping people where you, where you are. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, that's probably the best class. And maybe there I'll use the knife, but mm-hmm. in regular matches, I wouldn't use the knife. Yeah. I, I always fault it. I just do. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, man, I, I think this DLC is going to be great. I think it is too. Uh, the price point hits hits the right spots. It's a good start. Uh, an assumption I had was that they're probably gonna I don't know probably do like different for every character they'll have. I, I said the man on remember. fire. Yeah, man on fire DLC pack. Man on fire. Yeah, yeah. Is it hot in here? <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is it hot in here? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good. But uh, I hope I hope you guys are looking forward to it. Let us know um, in either Twitter. Uh, comment section on Facebook or email us. Who's that? All right. Last segment of the day. So the last segment is usually our trivia. And the way it works is we have a dialogue between anyone in Metal Gear. So it could be any game. The rules are who said it to who, where, and what game. So, um, if usually we go back and forth uh saying things and stuff but uh this time it's my turn last week it was arnaldo and um i got it right mel didn't he was part of it and then if you could explain a little bit about what happened uh in the end uh well uh, you know some some fans actually commented on that yeah too, so. yeah he was like got him um milky ha- mel had a <laughs> trivia of his own and uh, so he asked, uh, what was the frequency you received to open the cell in Metal Gear Solid 3 from either the Sorrow or the back of the picture in Johnny? Yeah. I got that wrong. I didn't remember. So did you, Christopher. You, you admitted it. <laughs> so, um, and then, uh, which the correct code is 14475. Yeah. Uh, I won't forget that this time. Yeah. But then he was just like, what is, uh, what is the Patriot? Like, what is it a modified gun of? And I said the M16, to which he said... Uh, nope, no, nope, nope, no, wrong. no, he goes, he goes, uh, no, <laughs> no, no. Oh, to which I then said, okay, the M4. And he said, nope, not that. And it was the uh, M1, it was the N1X6. And uh, I just said, okay, what is that gun modeled after? The M16, which another friend <laughs> well, yeah. said, yeah. And yeah. so, um, so yeah, so I, you know, I was able to walk away victorious. Yeah, so I guess say. so. Yeah. I guess so. you walk, you literally walk away. I did walk away. Yeah. If I had the mic in my hand, I drop you it. drop it. I would drop it. Right. Yeah. But we digress. <laughs> <laughs> you, you felt that coming? Yeah, that was good. Okay, go for it. All right. The trivia for you this time is I made it myself pretty good. Don't you think? 
I made it myself. Mm, let's get right into that, Mike. I made it myself. Pretty good, don't you think? Yes. Huh. I can't remember. Guess I'm going to have to take a shot. Okay. Can you say it again? I made it myself. Pretty good, don't you think? I'll give you a hint. It's in the game of Metal Gear. Or Metal Gear Solid. Go crazy. Go crazy. Hideo Kojima made this game. That's a hint. <laughs> well, then it's not... Snake's Revenge. <laughs> it's not Snake's Revenge. Acid. Say it again. Yeah, right into the mic. Um, they, can hear, they can hear me. <laughs> All right. I made it myself. Pretty good. Don't you think? I made it myself. Pretty good, don't you think? Man, there are so many people who are going through my head right now. That sounds like something Meryl would say. Mm. If you're listening at home, he is currently thinking. <laughs> Dag, I can't remember this one. Chris, if you got this one, you got one over me. Um, I made it myself pretty good, don't you think? Mm -hmm. uh, huh. I guess... If I if I had to guess, um, was it Huey um, speaking to Snake after he showed him one of the machines in uh, Metal Gear Peace Walker? Final answer. I, f I can he think of nothing else at this point, honestly. So, yes, final answer. Okay. You are incorrect. I got one incorrect. <laughs> uh, that is Sigint telling Naked Snake when he wears the Raiden mask. Uh, it's like an Easter egg. Uh, and they have a whole conversation. And in the end, you know, he goes to Sigint and they're on the... Uh, Coded conversation. <laughs> and he says, uh, you know, I made it myself. Pretty good, don't you think? Sigint, telling uh, Sigint. The code, codec conversations, I guess, would be my one weakness, but that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I was wrong. All right. Yeah. Um, you can write into under the cardboard box at gmail.com to submit your questions for the week. So if you have a question, if you have a trivia, if you have any concerns, comments, write to us. Uh, remember, we come out every Tuesday on podcast services. If you're a Patreon supporter, you get our episode one day earlier. That is Mondays. So that's our first tier, which is our rookie tier. Uh, every Wednesday, we come out with our CB News. Every Thursday, we come out, come out with our Codec Conversation. And then you get the full episode uh, of our YouTube uh, video content on Friday. But if you want to see it earlier, you have to be our Johnny 
tier, which is our Patreon forward slash UCB podcast. That is our second tier to get our video contents on Thursdays, one day earlier. Now, every Thursday we are live streaming Metal Gear Solid, The Phantom Pain. But this Tuesday, March 15th, March 15th, this Tuesday, we are live streaming next Tuesday. Sorry, next Tuesday. We are live streaming Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, DLC, Cloaked in Silence. Come check us out, guys. We want to see your impressions of it, of how we play it. Uh, So interact with us. We don't know the date, but look for us on Twitter, which is at UCB Podcast. Remember, you can talk to us there. We are very frequent and we talk to you guys a lot through there. Uh, take it away. <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, we just, we just want to say that we sincerely want to continue bringing out content to you, which is why we push this Patreon agenda. Um, we are, we can get nowhere without you guys. Please spread the news. Um, follow us on Twitter. We, we don't think of you as just a number. We think of you as a comrade, um, as a friend, um, we are UCBP. He is Harold Martinez. I am Ronaldo Castillo. And we are sending out. And that's our show.